Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the DTF Podcast. This is another episode of Just a Tad with Sam Norton. And guess what? We got a special guest. What? <laughs> we got a special guest. His name is Dan Friesen. Say, hey, Dan. Hey, glad to be back. Hey. Uh, we got another episode coming up for you, and I wanted a special guest. We did these back-to-back, because guess what? I don't give a fuck. And we have a couple beers to drink. Yeah, I can do whatever the one, uh, whatever I want on my own fucking podcast. And today, if you guys couldn't see, uh, we are talking about Ricky Gervais, the amazing comedian Ricky Gervais, hosting the Golden Globe. Oh, I I got to stop you already. All right, (laughs) the amazing comedian. I quite like him. Okay. Uh, So we are going to be on the last episode. uh, We were talking about stealing jokes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were. On the same page. We are going to be very contentious on this one. Possibly. Uh, oh, no, we will. I will find a way. All right. It's uh, a good mission statement. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what you guys are in for. Just two men arguing uh, with Miller. Oh, by the way, we're, we're still sponsored by Miller High Life. Are we still sponsored by Cracker Jacks? Uh, no, they're gone. That, that ended? Fuck them. Okay. Their sponsorship is gone with their tiny bags. Yeah, but Miller check, High Life. check bounced. The champagne of Milwaukee. Uh, but today we are talking about Ricky Gervais holding the Golden Globes in 2016, which was their 73rd annual uh, Golden Globes. He hosted it three times before. It was his fourth time doing it. And but it had been a break of four years. Since there the was a break, time. yes. Uh, Ricky Gervais, uh, if you guys have never seen it, he he went about it a little differently before we get into the clip. Uh, most hosts are glad to be there. Uh, most hosts uh, play ball, and most hosts uh, make it uh, an event. Whereas Ricky Gervais, especially with the Golden Globes, has so much disdain for the culture of celebrity and the pomp and circumstance that goes behind millionaires patting each other on the back and jerking each other off that he ju- he basically just roasts the the whole crowd and the idea of what they're doing. And this was the fourth time. I wonder if the audience could feel my eyes rolling as yeah, you said okay, that. Okay, yeah. His, his, by the way, Dan is not on board with how much I like it. I like the fact that he goes about it differently. We'll get into it after but the, I, after the clip. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into it after the clip. But uh, uh, the, the reason that there was – you said there was a four-year spurt between him doing it. It was like 2012 he hosted, and then he was not the host until 2016. 20, okay, so we're listening to 2016 one. This is the fourth time he's done it. Um, this is the last time that he's done it. And but every time – those other times he did all the roasting stuff yes. and all those as well. He had a re- reputation. Yes, that was – that. that's kind of his, his yeah. MO in hosting these. And each time has gotten more controversial than the next. And I th- in, in my opinion, I think this one got the most static because of it, uh, of what he said and at the time of when he said it. Um, and you guys will kind of get – we'll, we'll get into it later, but you'll definitely get like at the time that he was doing this. So this was – February 2016? I don't know. Somewhere around there. It was, it was early 2016, so you guys will kind of get uh, the jokes that he's doing. And he was he was, uh, he was was doing what we like to do in the business, calling it too soon? Question mark? Or just not good. We'll come back to it. Uh, but give it a listen, and we will, uh, you know, dive into it and get into this comedy symposium. So give it a listen. Shush. Shut up. You disgusting, pill-popping, sexual deviant scum. I want to do this monologue and then go into hiding. 
Okay. Not even Sean Penn will find me. <laughs> Snitch. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the 73rd Annual Golden Globe Awards, live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel. With all these rich, beautiful celebrities having the time of their lives. Let's hope no one spoils that. Yeah. Relax, I'm going to try and be nice. You're global megastars with amazing talent, most of you. A few of you just married well. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> we, we all do. We all do. We're live on NBC, and it's right that NBC hosts this award show because they're the only network who are truly fair and impartial. And that's because they're the only network with zero nominations. So... <laughs> Nothing in it for them tonight. They don't care who... They don't care, obviously. <laughs> but as I say, I'm going to be nice tonight. I've changed. Not as much as Bruce Jenner, obviously. <laughs> now Caitlyn Jenner, of course. What a year she's had. She became a role model for trans people everywhere, showing great bravery in breaking down barriers and destroying stereotypes. She didn't do a lot for women drivers. But you can't have everything, can you? Not at the same time. Anyway, so <laughs> I am going to be nice tonight, and I'll tell you why. The president of the Hollywood Foreign Press just told me that if I say anything offensive or crass or resort to innuendo, he's going to come out here and personally pull me off. So that's an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is the level. An old man pulling me off. <laughs> Again. Um, at least Jeffrey Tambor did it in a dress. Um, what a year he's had. Oh, what an actor, what a role. It, uh, no, it's... Every day he has to put on all the women's clothes and the hair and makeup and let people film it. That takes balls. So, I don't know how he does it. I really don't. I've seen his balls. They're huge and long. <laughs> I don't know if he tucks them in the bra or does that thing when you push them out the back and let them hang out <laughs> like a bulldog. No one knows. <laughs> I love Jeffrey Tambor. I don't know if that's because he's such a great actor or because he reminds me of my nan. <laughs> one Hollywood publication said that me hosting would mean that some film stars would stay away for fear of being made fun of. As if film stars are stay away from the chance of winning a Golden Globe. Particularly if their film company has already paid for it. <laughs> so what's happened this last year in this crazy business we called show? The excellent Spotlight has been nominated. Yeah. The, uh, the Catholic Church are furious about the film as it exposes the fact that 5% of all their priests have repeatedly molested children and been allowed to continue to work without punishment. Roman Polanski called it the best date movie ever.
Jennifer Lawrence made the news when she demanded equal pay for women in Hollywood, and she received, yeah, overwhelming support from people everywhere. There were marches on the street with nurses and factory workers saying, how the hell can a 25-year-old live on 52 million? This is... There were plumbers around the world going, poor girl in town, I'm lucky now. So, but joking aside, of course women should be the, paid the same as men for doing the same job. And I'd like to say now that I'm getting paid exactly the same as Tina and Amy did last year for hosting this. No, I know there was two of them, but it's not my fault if they want to share the money, is it? That's, that's their stupid fault. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. The Hollywood Foreign Press deemed The Martian a comedy and even nominated it. And hence, Matt Damon is here tonight, so that worked a treat, didn't it? <laughs> to be fair, The Martian was a lot funnier than Pixels. Uh, but then again, so was Schindler's List. It's just a film. All female remakes are the big thing. There's a female remake of Ghostbusters. There's going to be a female remake of Ocean's Eleven. And this is brilliant for the studios because they get guaranteed box office results and they don't have to spend too much money on the cast. So... <laughs> Shut up, I don't care. <laughs> Listen, if you do win tonight, remember that no one cares about that award as much as you do, okay? Don't get emotional, it's embarrassing, okay? <laughs> that award is, no offence, worthless. <laughs> it's a bit of metal that some nice old confused journalists wanted to give you in person so they could meet you and have a selfie with you, okay? That's all it is. I've got three. I've got three Golden Globes myself, so I can say, one's a doorstop, one I used to hit burglars with, and one I keep by the bed to... Doesn't matter why. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. All right. That was Ricky Gervais at the 73rd Annual Golden Globes hosting. That was right up top. Uh, just being a real real scumbag dickhead. Mm. Uh, and let's get into it. Well, I agree with you there. A real scumbag dickhead. Now, here's the thing. Uh, can I give him a little bit of a backstory? Sure. I kind of wanted to talk about this with Friesen. Uh, it was a happy accident, or happy surprise, as mm. my mom likes to say, about me being born. <laughs> <laughs> she should host your Grammys. Yes. Her, she your also doesn't. Globes. She just says surprise. She doesn't say happy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've, I've wanted to talk about this for a while because when I first saw it, I was. Uh, I liked not the humor of it, but I liked the, the gumption of it. Interesting. Um. Now we you heard right up top uh, he talked about uh, Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner. This was mid was this mid uh, coming out or like right after? This was it around. Seems like it's after. Yeah, this was after, but it was around the acceptance of everybody getting into it. I don't remember the exact timeline, but it's 2016 now, and she and I don't she tran fully transitioned 2015, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I think so. Uh, what I specifically uh, f 
do you want to give your <laughs> what? what? I, was, I was born a woman. No, what are you talking about? No, do you, I before I get into talking about Bruce and Caitlin, do you uh-huh. want to talk about your uh, advocacy for No, I don't uh, LGBT I am I'm I'm a passionate defender of the trans community, That's but what? at the same time I don't like giving myself that label because I don't really do anything. No, but you do have more uh, empathy and sympathy than most, is all I wanted to get at. I'm an old school uh, guy who get, gets it. Okay. I understood those thi- like those issues much earlier in my life, and I've always, I've always tried to be empathic and tried to uh, help other people understand as best I could. Okay. Uh, the but yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not out there with a clipboard. I'm not. You know, I so just it, wanted to give my listener. My listeners know my, that I'm just a dick across the board. Right. I just wanted to give them context I'm, to your horseshit that's going to spill out of I'm your mouth. Super self-conscious because whenever you try and say like, I believe in this cause, like, what are you doing? I'm not really doing anything. No, no, yeah, you're like I'm me. Trying to be a voice for uh, <laughs> support, and I try and correct people whenever there's something that's way out of line. But nothing beyond that. It's I've made some donations and stuff like that to organizations, but okay. like, but not like that's more than most. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not in any marches. I don't volunteer or anything like that. Yeah, but, you're not physical. But my heart is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fat heart is clogged. <laughs> clogged artery of a heart is there, but I, it's just not walking around. I ate three Klondike bars last night. I, that is very much you. They're so good. Uh, what? Anyway. What would you do for a Klondike bar? I would fucking pay eat four dollars cl- for six of them. <laughs> That's about it. That's <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let me tell you what I thought when I listened to that, and then you can sure. react to it. Sure, sure. Um, what I locked locked what I locked about it. <laughs> what I liked about Kansas it. Kansas is showing. Is he? That is. I don't even know what that was. That was uh, Springfield, Missouri. Uh, what I liked about it the most is so Ricky plays and is a dick. Uh, whenever he hosts, that is, yeah. And he whenever plays he, heel. when he does the stand up, he's kind of like that too. He's a uh, he's a kind of a troll, both in uh, action and uh, physical form. Yeah, he's, he's a gooey man. Well, I mean, what made him most famous was the Ricky Gervais show, and that was a show where he bullied an idiot. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it kind of it, it, it all fits him a little bit. Yeah. But what I liked about it, and we'll start with the. Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner joke. What I liked about it is he set it up with the most pandering thought of like, oh, what a year she's had. She's, no, she's that's great. not how he sets it up. He sets it up by misgendering her by using the name Bruce. Well, I think, but oh, okay, fair so enough. So he sets it up on the wrong foot, but then but says, "What a year she's what it, had." She's had right. So it's already off on the wrong foot. Okay, fair enough. By saying Bruce I sa- Jenner. I think he said Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner. No. Oh, he didn't? No. All he right. just called her Bruce at the, the first. Which isn't the, like, I understand that it is very, it's a very serious thing for a lot of, lot of folks. Yes. I don't think it's the worst thing ever. But it's already starting off in the But wrong I think thing. it's clunky. If he were, if it was better written, I don't, I think you could take that out. All right. Well, I can't even get past the setup. As a performer, <laughs> I would have taken that out. To Fair avoid enough. any unnecessary, like. Because it doesn't add anything to call her Bruce at all. Sure. Other than, I maybe context. Because no one in that room doesn't know who Caitlyn Jenner is. But that's you're not performing for the room. You're no one who's watching it doesn't know who Caitlyn Jenner is. That's a true statement. All right. Well, you hit the knees out 
Go ahead. on I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm still, I'm still staggering. I'm your, on my feet. I haven't point, gone to the ropes yet. Your point is still probably valid. It's probably not, but I'm still up. Okay. You haven't knocked me out yet. So he sets it up, a uh, little shady, but he does set it up with the pandering thought uh, that she's this trans hero, yes. right? Saying she's had an amazing year. She and she, and this came on. I do remember this came on the heels of her getting the e, the SB Lifetime yeah. Achievement Award or whatever, mm-hmm. and her doing that famous speech on the SBs of being a trans woman and mm-hmm. going through everything, uh, which was a little weird, uh, to be honest, for me okay. watching. Kate, Why? Watching Caitlyn take the accomplishments of the Bruce that without she had done no no but taking the accomplishments <laughs> of her as Bruce but going like no I'm not Bruce it anymore like it's it's one of those things like mm-hmm. I get that you're still that same person but yeah. now I'm the dickhead because I'm recognizing you do you know what that like you I, know what I mean I kind of understand what you're saying but. Just say that you were Caitlyn the whole time and let's not act like Bruce ever existed or you have to acknowledge that you were a Bruce at some point in your life. That's what I'm trying to get <laughs> okay. at. Okay. That's a, it's just very very confusing for me as an outsider going like, I don't know how to address you. I just mm-hmm. I want to do the right thing. Well, you know exactly how to address her. As Caitlyn. Yes. But when I talk about her? Yes. Okay. What, what? Well, then that's easy. I don't understand what the confusion is. No, it's gone now. In the past, she won all of these races and all this stuff. She's great. I don't know if she's so was she, was she probably, all... probably a bad person. I have no idea, but... Oh, okay. But that's what I was getting into. Uh, <laughs> getting into, like, trans issues where I'm like, I don't right. know what to do. Yeah. I'm just very confused. I just want to do the right thing. Whatever you tell me, you are, you I'll, are. I'll try and... I'll try and... Keep that, you on the straight path. All right, cool. And, and, and lovingly. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so she, uh, he, he sets it up that she's this trans hero, which is very much the uh, zeitgeist uh, of that time and still now. We're still in 2016. But then the punchline. If you're paying was attention, it had been for a decade, that, too. Though. Yeah, that's so, like, true, at true. At least true. more than that. But the punchline was great to me because. One, it was sexist. Like, he went from being super supportive of the LGBT community in the setup and then to turn it around and be super sexist and do a joke about women drivers. Just mm-hmm. as a, And that's just a dumb joke, but it's like I, I like that he was like, hey, look how progressive I am by doing a sexist punchline, right? So that's already great. Mm. But the better thing is, uh, if you guys don't know, Caitlyn Jenner, right before the Golden Globes, was uh, – Acquitted? I don't know. But she, she was arrested or accused, I don't know what the right legal term is, for manslaughter because she vehicular got... Vehicular manslaughter. Ve- vehicular manslaughter because she hit somebody and killed them. Before her transition. Yes. And so that was... Uh, no, it was mid-transition. Okay. Mid- well, before all, a lot of it was very public. Yeah, though. yeah. Like but she, of- she was very private during mm-hmm. this time, but that was when she was going through her metamorphosis well, or whatever. It's- one of the things that a lot of people like to throw at is like, oh, the transition is just a publicity stunt to draw attention away from the fact you killed a dude. Oh, that's not true. Well, that's what a lot of people who are... Well, those people are monsters. Fair enough. But she... Uh, what I liked about that punchline is... That, uh, and Ricky, I did hear him say this... In response, in an interview, uh, to people going like, oh, you're transphobic in this way. And he was like, she's not a fucking golden calf we're all worshipping. She's a person, and she I, did something terrible. I agree she with that. She fucking killed somebody. I agree with that. I don't think it's a gr- – like, if I were looking at it just as a joke, I don't think it's a great joke. I don't think it's a terrible joke. 
But I also don't think it's transphobic at all. I think it's just it's just whatever. I think it's. I, a, I just think it's kind of like it's a little lazy. I th- oh, listen. The joke itself, I think, is easy. I don't think it's lazy. Fair. And here's why. Fair distinction. It's it's easy because you're doing a women can't drive joke. Yeah. Got it. But I think it's. Uh, I think I think it's a good joke because he. To my knowledge, he was the only one really saying in that big of an atmosphere, hey, can we still treat her equally? And that she's kind of a terrible person that she fucking killed somebody and just got away with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm more about classism than I am anything else. So that's my thing. I don't disagree with you. And when you talk, especially if you talk about Caitlyn Jenner, there's so much to unpack in terms of like, well, yes, you are a trans uh, icon in terms of the fact that you're accessible and you're People can – there's a very teachable moment here in terms of, like, helping the public understand things. But you're also a super privileged person. Yes. You're very rich. You are white. There are things about it that aren't ideal in terms of her being, uh, you know, someone who you look at as, like, oh, a trans hero. She's and, – and her her whole – like, her whole – she was a – wasn't she a character witness during the O.J. Simpson trial? I'm not entirely sure about the, all the the history. That I guess I can't like, get into that, but I'm pretty sure she like was. That would be crazy because her husband was the uh, the wait no her right, wait, who wife was, who was who was the lawyer who was the Kardashian lawyer that was their uh, original dad, but Caitlyn slash Bruce was a friend of. Oh, okay. OJ. And okay. I think I think he was a character witness going like, oh, OJ's pretty cool. Okay. I could be wrong. I don't know all of that. Usually like, I'm wrong, but just that association with uh, the OJ Simpson trial being sure. on the side of OJ, which I know he was, mm-hmm. and then being part of the keeping up with the Kardashians and then killing somebody, the track record is not looking too good from my perspective. Maybe <laughs> if you grew up with this fucking dude in the 70s. Maybe he's a you know this great guy who then transitioned and became the woman that he always was, and now he's the hero in that aspect. But I grew up in the '90s, and watching his progression up to now, I'm like, okay, great. You go from Olympian to guy who's like OJ's cool. Yeah, to OJ's cool. To then, hey, let me put the worst thing out. But that makes sense. That's money. That that like you could make an argument that the Kardashians thing is very like all of them are smart. terrible. That's a smart investment. Is it? Eh. All right, fine. Then and that's then killing a, that, somebody isn't really killing somebody as much as it is like any, any of us could have a bad day on the road and accidentally kill someone. It's possible. Yeah, but not all of us can get away with it. That's true. That's the but difference. That's jealousy as opposed and to no. All right, well, fine. It is jealousy. But here's the problem I have over that. Not okay. All of us can have a bad day and kill somebody. I will put myself in that group with Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, jealousy is killing somebody and getting away with it. Yes. You'd the, have to do some time. Probably. Yes. The wrong thing where this person's a bad person is then after a few, I, like what, eight months, then going to the ESPYs and being toted as like this fucking hero of a person. It's right. like, you fucking killed somebody. Like Accidentally. <sighs> You know why? Why are we not giving this praise to the uh, the the woman on Orange Is the New Black? Is what Over I'm saying. Cox. There are so, but many... a lot of people are a lot of people are celebrating her quite well, a bit too, though. Not like Caitlyn. Well, that's true. The storyline is a little bit better. Like when you look at the media, you have to look at storylines, and the storyline of Caitlyn Jenner is a more appealing and sellable narrative than Laverne's. Although I don't think that Laverne's story is is bad at all and she's getting uh, she's been lauded as a hero too i just think that if you're a lazy reporter yeah olympian transitioning 
uh, family of the Kardashians. That's a slam dunk in terms of, like, let's turn this into the biggest deal in the world. Okay, so what do you think about this joke in the context that I put it in now? I don't... It's fine. I don't really think it's... I don't I don't think it's... You don't think offensive. it had balls and teeth behind it? Eh. It's... I mean, if you're hosting the Golden Globes and you're Ricky Gervais, I think you could be more offensive. Like, I think it's, I think it's a little bit light in terms of what he should be holding himself to. Okay, fair enough. Should be more responsive, I guess. Um, I don't know. Do, do you think the old man pulling me off joke was offensive? No. Oh. <laughs> really? I don't think anything's offensive. I don't think anything. Do you, do you he's think doing it was more offensive than the Caitlyn Jenner one? Well, no, because I mean, it's that joke was based on the idea that the head of the network was going to get him off stage, and then it turned into a hand job joke. Yeah, and but then he, then he talked about Jeffrey, uh, what Tamborn on uh, in or uh, Transparent. Yeah, was that the show. The only, the only thing, uh, the only. He, here's where I, what I would say, it's weak. I think it's weak. It's it. The the old man is going to get me off. Old man's going to get me off stage. Two old man's going to get me off. To at least Jeffrey Tambor did it in a dress. It's not. It's not. Do, like we were. We just watched it before we started recording, and neither of us were laughing. Yeah, but I don't think that we are good judges of uh, what we laugh at things. When was the last time you laughed out loud to I'm something? Just laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see what I mean? Like, uh, I, I, tr- I try to think not in terms of what makes me laugh. Because what makes me laugh, it's very rare. And when it is, it is the dumbest shit in the world. I feel you on that. But I, I, ju- I, just, don't, I just don't think it was that good. I think it was an easy, easy joke. The idea that Jeffrey Tambor gave him a hand job in a dress. I mean, you saw Jeffrey Tambor's face. He didn't enjoy that. He thought that was dumb. Well, but most people don't like to be made fun of. Well, I think, Matt and Damon, I don't know his. Matt Damon loved it. Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. All right. All right. I. I will defend. Uh, I mean, you're making really good points, but the thing that keeps me on Gervais's side the whole time is, I would rather take ten of these hosting sets than one of Neil Patrick Harris sets. I don't disagree with you, but I would have the same critique, I think, about Neil Patrick Harris's sets. That's like, that's just not that great a joke. Also, stop singing so much. <laughs> Those are probably... But you know, but I th- that's I'm, what not I'm, critique- I'm not saying that what he said was offensive to trans people or something like that, which no, individually you're, no, it may I don't, be to them. I don't care about that. You're saying it's just not just, funny or entertaining. I'm it. saying it's not funny, but it is entertaining because I would rather... A hundred times out of anything, watch a comedian do that, mm-hmm. try to be uh, offensive or try to be subversive. That Not subversive. That works. Sure, subversive. Trying, in, to, trying in, to shove the celebrities' faces and shit. Yes, and I would rather watch the reaction like uh, Jeffrey Tambor and going like, nah, I don't think that's funny. I would rather watch that than everybody clapping along to Neil Patrick Harris tap dancing. I somewhat agree with you, but the reason that this bothers me a little bit is that I think that it's a watered-down, weak version of the thing that you want to see. Like, I don't think Yeah, it's on TV. He can't come out and be like, Hey, fuck Caitlyn and her dumb, gross puss. Or, you know. Wow. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
on DTF. You are really going for it. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I'm not an improv artist. I don't know where to go. <laughs> yes. And I say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I would just say that, like, all of it is contrived. Uh, the, even the idea that Ricky Gervais throws things in celebrities' faces is contrived. Because like, we, were t- we talked about this before we started. The idea that he's coming out there with a beer without a tie on and being like, fuck, they don't want me here. Of course they want you here. All of it is delusion. All of it is kind of a fake <laughs> fraud of a proceeding. Like, And the jokes follow. The jokes follow that pattern of fake guy who's roasting. Not like real guy who's like, I'm going to say things that you might throw something at me. See, this, fe- this feels, uh, and I, I hate to give this, you and I both enjoy this, mm-hmm. but I don't know if my listeners will. Well, fuck them. <laughs> but here's my analogy. I learned 300 episodes ago on Freezing <laughs> Point. Fuck the audience. <laughs> the, this feels like the argument of wrestling fans, of uh-huh. when is it real and when is it not. Yeah, the kayfabe, yeah. kayfabe uh, argument. And and it to me, this feels real. It feels like, wow. uh, of course. Wow. It, now, here's the thing. It, it feels uh, unauthentic that, of course, on the fourth time they're having him back. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Glo- the Golden Globes want him. Yeah, it's authentic because you're there at all. Yes. Yeah. But which is the same again with wrestling. Yes, we got this ring. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I think the uh, the doesn't give a shit. The beer may be something. That's the fakest thing in the world. Otherwise, he would have drank all of it. But <laughs> I think I think he did. He took like two sips. <laughs> hey, such he had to do fucking, a set. Such a fucking prop. How many times have you been on stage <laughs> with a beer? All the time. Finish that beer. I have a problem. <laughs> uh, we've already finished a, a half pack of High Life. It's true. The greatest of champagnes. Absolutely. Better um, than Andre, better than a Spumante. Spumante. Go ahead. Uh, Tecate? Is that Tecate is tecate. a beer. That's a, that's a beer. Well, you know, sometimes... That's a Mexican beer. Sometimes it's a champagne. Okay. Uh, at a quinceanera. See. Si. <laughs> I, I, I view it as he's authentic within the bounds of what he's given. Okay. And he's pushing the bounds of it in this. Because here, here's what I think, right? Uh, and I'll stick with the wrestling analogy. When you get big in wrestling, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, he, at the beginning, would throw up a middle finger here and there, and the camera would cut so away. Much. But he got so big, and people liked it so much, that uh, WWE and uh, Vince McMahon had to go his route. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with Ricky Gervais is that the first few times people are like... No, 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 no. I I like where you're going, but I'm going to use your argument to argue the opposite of what okay. you want to make it. Go ahead. I, I agree, but on your fourth time, you're stone cold in 1998. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> on your fourth time, you get to drive a beer truck to the ring. Okay. So, like, I mean, like you get yes. to do exactly what, what you want to do the fourth time you're hosting the and Golden how, Globes. And how great was the beer truck? Because you've never seen that before. No, that's in, in the in Stone Cold's version. Great. In 2016, hosting the Golden Globes, not that great. See, I think it was that great because he, I think only Ricky Gervais, I think he's the only host across the board, both uh, late night shows and uh, award ceremonies 
who could do these jokes. He's put. He's not pushing. I, the, I disagree with that. I think he's pushing the envelope, not for stand-up comedy and not for comedy in general. I think he's pushing the envelope of prime time comedy of what you can joke about, because you compare him to fucking Jimmy Fallon or, like I said, Neil Patrick Harris doing the Oscars. Yeah, Nobody's using, holding a fucking candle. You're but using he's doing milk toast examples there. But that's what the bar is set at. I'm not setting him against Chris Rock on HBO in but 1996. Look, I'm fine, setting, but look at like uh, what happened even in the 90s, your beloved uh, tough crowd. Like, that hey, was on television. You do not talk shit on Tough I'm Crowd. I'm not. That's the only reason I have listeners. I'm saying it's a fu- it was a good show. They talked about tons more stuff, way, offen- way more offensively, at an earlier hour on television. So, like, I mean, you, if you want to compare it to Fallon or Neil Patrick Harris, yeah, it's edgy, but it's not edgy. But it's edgy for that type. You can't compare Golden Globes on a major network to Tough Crowd, which was deep in the roster on old Comedy Central cable. Sure. So it's I, tough, you, but yeah. But it's still a crowd. I want, also want to say Gervais 316 <laughs> says so that, that I owe my career to Stephen Merchant. Because <laughs> he kind of does. Hey, I'll chug a beer to that. Yeah. It's Steve Weiser. Cheers. Hold on. A, Steve, a Stephen Merchant Weiser. Oh, that hurt my earballs. I think I'm a big uh, Stephen Merchant fan. Uh, I don't. I I I like the like he had a bunch of jokes that weren't. I know we're talking what, about a lot about your, trans shit. No, no we, and we shouldn't. What's your favorite joke of all the the set? My honestly, I, I wrote this down. Uh, my favorite one was uh, when he was making fun of uh, Jennifer Lawrence because mm-hmm. there was that big to do right before the Golden Globes that. She, uh, and rightfully so, and here's the thing, I know I saw, this is why I get in trouble that I'm like the most, I've been accused of being a Trump supporter so much <laughs> over the last year and a half, and it's only because... You hang out with Mikey Manker? Yeah, oh God. I love Mikey to death, but Mikey, if you're listening, please stop whatever you're just doing. close your fucking online accounts, just be a <laughs> just, human again. Uh, we miss you, Come Mikey. home, Mikey. Mikey, to me, uh, I really hate to go into this, but Mikey, real quick. Uh, if you're listening, you feel to me like in high school, whenever your friend gets his first girlfriend and then leaves the group and you're oh, like, please man. come back to us. Mm-hmm. You remember when you used to be fun? Yeah. Uh, anyways, little inside baseball. Sorry, guys. Uh, my my favorite joke out of all of it was the Jennifer Lawrence saying about her get, trying to get equal pay, get equal pay. And I was 100 percent behind that when I heard it. And the same with Caitlyn Jenner. I'm 100 percent behind this. But. I don't like the reverence and the uh, uh, God, what like the divinity that we put these issues up without any real scrutiny. It seems like whenever you do that, uh, people go, "No, we just need to push the envelope into acceptance." Like, talk, talk to me more about what you mean by that, because I, I hear what you're saying and I think I agree with you. But what do you mean by that? The uh, well, the reverence can I, part. Can right? I? Is- can I use the the joke that I'm talking about yeah, as yeah. an example? All right. So, Ricky Gervais. So, all right. Jennifer Lawrence, uh, if you guys don't know, uh, back in 2015, I think, she uh, made a real point that she's just as big a star as, uh, what's the fucking guy? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. And Bradley Cooper was getting paid more money to do a sh- uh, movie than she was. I think it was the... That one, uh, bah, 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 that David O. Russell Hustlers movie, or Hustle and Flow. Hustle, that's not no, it. that's not. But it's that movie. Yeah. Um, and 
I guess he got paid not twice as much, but he got paid almost twice as much as her, which is a, a real issue, right? Women across the board getting paid less than men. In Hollywood, it seems like it's even more so than more pervasive, right? Than just an office, more gervasive. More gervasive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that. I love that so much. Um, so she she made a, a big stink about it, and it, it got a lot of media press and going like, oh, that is uh, pretty fucked up that it's happening at the upper echelons of our society. And this is just coming off of, like, all those nudes being leaked of her and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I so forgot like, about yeah, that. You put that in perspective of, like, her taking this how stand much, after being victimized by Yeah, the and how much bullshit she has to go through yeah. compared to someone like Bradley Cooper, right? right. And still getting paid less. Whereas, so, like, a dick pic of him shows up. No one really cares that much. I've got too many dick pics out to be famous right now. Meanwhile, she has nudes leak, and they call it The Fappening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, there's a name for it. It's, like, crazy. Uh... So that that's the context of this joke. But when Ricky said, uh, and I thought I thought very uh, intelligently uh, and so sarcastic, like, oh, how the hell can a 25 year old woman live on 25 million dollars a like year? You said, like 50 million a year. A fi- whatever the ash. Yeah. I mean, whatever the real yeah. amount was. Like yes, she made a good point, but no, because it was the the context of the joke was the like uh, like uh, plumbers and pipe fitters yeah. were marching, how marching can a woman, like how yeah. can a woman? Yeah, I think that is a very perfect joke of shoving shit back into celebrities' faces. And uh, again, my favorite thing, which is not in what you asked, that's the best idea that I can come up with, at least in the set, of holding people up to this almost Jesus-like or uh, mm-hmm. savior or just having this reverence for, oh, my God, look how brave this person is. Like, yeah, yeah but let's not forget she's a fucking millionaire. And, everyone, that, and there's that, lots of people struggling. Yes. Yeah. And going back to what we said with Caitlin is like, yes, she is – very much a uh, a very heroic figure mm-hmm. for the trans community, but please let let us not forget she also murdered somebody and got away with it. Yeah, but I think that most people who are uh, in either camp would agree with that. Like I think that people who are in the camp of the uh, women uh, making equal pay would agree. Hey, it's kind of. It's kind of silly that uh, this, this is, our, is our spokesperson. And, it, yeah. and trans folk, I don't want to speak for them, but I think a lot would agree, like, this is not the best spokesperson, but it's someone we have for visibility. And, and here would, here's another thing I would say, is that what are they supposed to do? Like, the alternative isn't great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Here, but here, this is my issue. Like it, Jennifer it's Lawrence not, being like, we should, I'm fine getting paid less than this guy. It kind of is. My problem, and this is what I, th- I'm so glad you asked that. My problem with shit like this mm-hmm. is not the groups that these people are speaking for. Yeah. So Jennifer Lawrence. I do not get mad at any woman who finds Jennifer Lawrence as a spokesperson because – uh, or uh, trans people looking at Caitlyn Jenner as a spokesperson because you're right. They don't have uh, many to get behind or many examples. But the bigger thing is they don't choose it. Mm-hmm. People like you and me do. And my problem is not with them. It's people – and I'm saying you and me just as like the regular public. Mm-hmm. The regular public gets behind these people that shouldn't be the spokespeople. Yeah. That's my problem. Patrice O'Neill had a great thing. 
Of course, here um, it comes. Of course. Here comes the Patrice. Hey, I'm you part of the cult of Philip, I know. You should get a musical sting for whenever you bring <laughs> up something about Patrice. <laughs> yeah. Patrice O'Neill had a great thing about, it was on Tough Crowd, so I'm bringing up Tough Crowd again. Uh, but he said that black people don't pick their own leaders, most of the time white people do. And they were talking about sure. uh, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson. Mm-hmm. Or no, they were talking about Al Sharpton. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Patrice was like, yeah, no, I, I have to get behind Sharpton because he's black, but yeah. that it, I have to do it because he's the only token black dude. He's the, he's but the he's one not who, who white I, people have given access. Yeah, but yeah. he's not the guy I pick. He's like, I didn't pick my own leader. White people pick who is acceptable for me to follow. And, and the, I think the actual that is, leaders that are picked by the communities end up getting killed, generally. Yeah, exactly, so, yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, that's my problem with that and that's why I like that joke so much is because even though nobody accepts it, Ricky Gervais in that spotlight did kind of point out like, guys, the, come on, she's a fucking millionaire, so let's, I, we can get behind the idea, but let's not think that she's fucking struggling. She's doing very well for herself. Right. I don't think anyone thinks she's struggling though. I, but that, I, no, I would, but would, that's the way people try to martyr her. Of like, oh my god, she's got to put Bradley Cooper got all this, and it's like, okay, no, they both got all this. They're both in the machine right now. I'm not sure I've ever talked to anybody who thinks, oh, she's struggling for the movie money that okay, she makes. Okay, don't call I'm me not, out on my bullshit. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the point more. I, I, I you know. That makes sense, though. Isn't this <laughs> okay? I'm trying to make no sense and just have <laughs> a have a rant of uh, incoherent something. I, I think that when like look all this stuff, I'm not against anything he said in that. Like I'm not. I'm not uh, on the position of like fuck him. He's offending me or anything like that. I think some of the junk jokes are clunky. I think in the case of the Jennifer Lawrence joke, you're right. It's a good joke. It's 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 fine, but it's also making fun of her uh, doing the only thing she can. You know what I mean? Does like that make sense to you? Trying to fight for equal rights in her own way. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. the position she's in. But I don't uh, and. It's not like it's. It, ah, mate, you know what? Ah, oh, fuck! God damn it! I think you just convinced me that it's not a good set. At the I, very, I don't, at the very end, we were almost done, and I thought I could hold my position, but I just realized at the very beginning of this, I was saying how much I like that he's shoving shoving celebrity back into celebrities' faces, and then I just almost said. Well, he's not making fun of celebrity. He's making fun of the public's idea of celebrity. And it's like, no, he's doing both, which means he's not doing either very well. Not really. God damn it. All right. It's it's one thing to mock uh, celebrities who do things that are really fucking stupid. And that's that's, a, that's yeah. become an art these days. You know? Or just mocking celebrities. Like, uh, if, if he were to just mock celebrities. Yeah. Then it would be one thing. But he's also trying to make social commentary. A little bit. Which then you're mocking the public, and I don't think you can do both without uh, jeopardizing the point that you're making with either of those. But I I don't think he's mocking the public's outcry necessarily. I think think he's trying to. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think that Ricky Gervais is a smug prick. I, uh, loved the Ricky Gervais show. But I realized that most of it was Stephen Merchant and uh, Carl Pilkington, who is awesome. He's an idiot, but he's awesome. I loved that show a ton. But then everything else I've seen Ricky Gervais do is kind of like, come on, man. Remember that Talking Funny special? Yeah, yeah. 
How can you defend Ricky Gervais if you've watched that? Because he looks like a, a five five year comedian in with uh, Legends. Yeah, he, he was like but a he, he's, he's like, like a, a five year comedian who doesn't think he's a five year comedian. No, he definitely looks like a five. How many? But he thinks he's on par with Chris Rock oh. and Louie and Jerry. Well, that's what I liked about it. He was like a he was like an analogous person for me. He's like a goofy. He's like that's how I would be if I was there. I'd be like, hey, if I'm on this, I gotta act like I'm like Jerry Seinfeld, and then Jerry just puts me in my place every time. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Uh, hey, if you guys haven't listened to that, it's uh, called Talking Funny. It's an HBO special that uh, is embarrassing for Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Ricky Gervais, Louis C.K., uh, Chris Rock, and Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry, Chris, and Louis are very accepting and fun. And, they try uh, and and try uh, the the whole interview. They're just like, "Hey, uh, this is a fun time. We're just kind of talking about jokes." And Ricky's very much, you know what? Ricky's very much like me. Uh, throughout every episode you've ever listened to on here, just going like, "Oh, this is how you do comedy." No, this is it. It's very stri- It strikes me as a situation where Ricky Gervais was hired to host it, and he thought he was part of the panel. <laughs> That's <laughs> the way I looked at that. It's like, "Oh, you do you did the wrong job." So check check that out. It's called Talking Funny with HBO. I'm sure you can find it. But you know what else you but, should talk about? But again, or, I, I just want to be clear. Oh, okay. Because I feel like you're uh, ramping this down. Oh, no. I'm about to ramp it back up, apparently. Okay. I just want to be clear that I don't think anything he was saying was necessarily super offensive. It just was not great. No, yeah. I think you made that clear. Okay. That it wasn't offensive. It was just... Uh, Dumb. I was going to say cheap or uh, easier. Mm-hmm. Where I was trying to put it into context. See, this is where we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Where you say it was cheap and easy, and I say I think it was pushing the bounds for the platform that he was given. Well, I think there are situations in life, like, I don't know if you've done an episode about uh, Colbert's uh, speech at the White House Press Club. You're giving away the next episode. Sorry. But there's things like that that are like, oh, fuck. That's someone throwing shit in people's faces. To me, that's an example of something like, oh, man, you shouldn't have done that. Like, watching it, you're like, oh, no. Son of a bitch. Now I do have to do it. That has to be my next episode. That was even going to be my next episode. Now I'm like, actually. Are you serious it was going to be your next episode? No, it wasn't. But now it is. Now it has to be. we got a few more beers. (laughs) Uh, But there's things like that, and I don't feel like anything that Gervais is doing to these celebrities lives up to that or is in even that same spirit at all. All right, guys. It should be, but it's not. Let's uh, let's go to the panel here. All right, you guys who are listening, I want you guys to comment and say who won. Is it uh, me? I don't want to win. The host, the person you listen to every week, the person that you've got behind and really adore, <laughs> or is it this fucking marauder who's just come in and raped and pillaged our little group? And I'm sure you guys are gonna tr- choose him because he has a better voice <laughs> and he's got sunglasses on. Or there's a third option: you could just choose Ricky Gervais. No one's going to choose that. <laughs> but please comment, subscribe, uh, share. Uh, thank you all. You should for, get on iTunes. Uh, get on iTunes. That's coming. I can't, uh, that's a different issue. We'll talk about that afterwards. It expands uh, things so much. Please uh, listen, subscribe, share. Thank you for coming out and uh, listening to another episode of the DTF podcast with just a tad. Uh, I've been Sam Norton, and this has been my illustrious guest slash co-host, uh, Dan Friesen. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And uh, listen to him again. He's been uh, doing a podcast. How long have you been doing your own podcast? It's like eight years now. He's got eight years of podcasting behind his belt. This well, is a six professional. Years, six years are available online. So 
Go look at that. It's at freezingpoint.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is incorporated. And, yep, LLC. LLC. So get on that and listen. Uh, follow him and enjoy it. And ev- like always, please go out and find your own funny. Um, you know, our our shit is our shit, and a comedy is subjective. I'd love it to be objective, but it, that's not the case. It's an art form. As pretentious as that sounds, you gotta tighten up this outro. No, man, <laughs> uh, it's it's always long. And it's always <laughs> just very loving. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I don't know what you guys are doing, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know what you guys are doing. You could be working out. could be working. You could be driving, or you could just be pooping. But uh, do me a favor. Go out and uh, either go to a live comedy show or uh, watch Tough Crowd on YouTube. Because <laughs> I want to talk to Colin Quinn at some point in my life. So uh, you guys are fantastic. I love you all very much, and please continue to listen. Uh, I will see you next time. My name has been Sam Norton, and one more time for... Dan Friesen? Yeah, there you oh, go. Okay. okay. I don't know why it was a question mark coming out of your mouth. Because you your finger was in my face. Yeah, no, I pointed right at you. Uh, thank you all for listening. I love you all very much. Goodbye. Meow. Yeah.